I believe every one of us has the power to create the life of our dreams by tapping into the infinite part of ourselves. When we do this, we live our lives in a state of ease and flow, full of peace, purpose, and prosperity. And that's why I wanted to create a show called Becoming Infinite. Becoming Infinite is for the seekers, the dreamers, and the creators who know there is something more, who desire growth and ways to live a more soul-centered, purposeful life, who want to activate the divine within and be the masters of their destinies, who feel that life can and should be magical. It's about spirituality, creativity, and heart-centered business. It's about connecting to our highest selves and living lives full of meaning and purpose that feel abundant and free. That is what we all desire. So each week, I will dig deep, sometimes with guests, sometimes solo, to uncover tools and practices, rituals and routines that you can use to become infinite. My name is Cooper Gillespie, and I'm so glad you're here. Welcome. Why, hello, everyone. How are y'all doing this week? Oh my gosh, I'm doing so well. I love this time of year when we're moving from the spring into the summer. I don't know if it's because I was a summer baby, but oh, it's just my favorite. I feel like my body's naturally attuned to living in like 85 degrees, <laughs> which made growing up in the Pacific Northwest really challenging because it's cold up there. Uh, but this is just like where I feel I feel right when the weather's like this. It's like sunny, 85-ish, dry heat, you know, mm, it's beautiful. Anyway, hey, if you're enjoying this show, would you take a minute and rate us five stars and leave us a little review on whatever platform you happen to listen to podcasts on? That would be so awesome because it would help other people find us. All right. Oh, and one more quick thing. I want to give you all a little heads up. I'll be taking a couple weeks off to get together season two and just get some more awesome stuff ready for y'all. So don't be freaked out. I'm coming back, but I will take a couple weeks off. All right. All right. So today I wanted to talk about abundance versus scarcity mindset. Oh, this is such a major one. And I see this, I feel like if you can overcome this, then like the world's your oyster and you can pretty much do anything. <laughs> but this is what I see hold so many people back. And so I wanted to talk about it today. Uh, so what is a scarcity mindset? Well, a scarcity mindset is basically when you believe in limits. Time is limited. Money's limited love is limited. All of that is your health is limited, right? Like there's a certain age by which you're going to have to get old, all this stuff. Even even uh, what you can accomplish is limited. And it's basically like putting blinders on to everything good in the world and instead focusing on lack. But, the, you know, there's no judgment here. We Many of us have grown up with this, myself included, because here we go with our subconscious mind again. You know, I love this stuff. Because when we grow up, a lot of the times we pro the programming that we get is scarcity mindset programming. You know, that's too expensive. You can't have that. We can't go on that vacation. It's too expensive. We need to clip coupons to save money. You know, all these ideas that we get, all these things that we see growing up can really affect our relationship to abundance. And if you thought this way your whole life, it's so challenging to 
change it. We can do that though. I'm going to talk about that in a second. But I want to talk just a little bit more about what it is so that we're clear. So basically, a lot of times, like if you ever hear someone say, life's not fair. Okay, that's a that's a scarcity mindset. Life doesn't care about you one way or the other necessarily, right? It's what you do with life that can make it fair for you or not. But a lot of people don't see this. They don't see their mindset. They don't see them as the cause of their problems. They tend to blame things outside of themselves right? So it's other people or it's life or it's God or whoever that is, you know, the reason why they can't get that job or do that thing or have that relationship. It holds them back. And it doesn't have to be that way. We don't have to live our lives that way. So here's some ways that living in lack or a scarcity mindset might be messing with you, (laughs) might be holding you back. So confidence, right? A scarcity mindset will have you believe you're never enough. You're not thin enough to wear that dress. You're not smart enough to go out for that new job. Uh, you put you avoid putting yourself out there for things or taking risks because you're afraid of what people might say or think. What if you look stupid? What if you fail? Side note, failure is one of the most important steps to success. Nobody told me that either. And it messed with me so bad when I failed really hard for the first time. And it didn't have to be that way. <laughs> I wish someone would have just told me, congrats, you failed. Get up and let's try again. Anyway, growth and change are really challenging with this mindset because uh, you just it becomes difficult to move past your fears and realize your full potential. Another way where scarcity mindset might be messing with you would be, oh my gosh, with money, so much money and career, right? So scarcity um, mindset has you feel like there's a limited supply of money. There's not enough. There's not enough for everyone to go around. You have to sort of claw your way to the top and hold on to what you get and you can't share with other people because it's yours, right? It has you see uh, career situations as obstacles instead of opportunities. And you might place a ceiling on how much money you can make or how high you can rise in your career because you see it all as limited and you see your career as something outside of your control. Everybody else is smarter or better, or there's someone who's in charge. And it's just really hard to, it's really hard to move forward with money or career when you're in that mindset. Uh, Another situation where you see this is in relationships. Oh my gosh, raise your hand if you've ever been in a relationship where you've settled or you've obsessed over the other person and tried to hold on to them really tight so they they couldn't leave, right? And then, of course, they leave because they're like, this is terrible. No one wants to be in a relationship like that, right? I, I don't know about you, but I've certainly been there. And um, gosh, it's not even fun to be in, in relationships like that, whether it's friendships, love relationships, or business relationships, right? And when you're in a, a relationship like that, you tend to place blame on other people. Uh, it's hard to find a compromise because it's their fault, right? And uh, it's just really hard to come to to come to agreement on things because you are blaming the other person or having competition, like a competitive nature. And you know maybe you can't share credit or recognition in your relationship, whether it's a professional or a personal one. So uh, that's no fun. No, thank you. Also in health and wellness, right? When you have scarcity mindset, this has a such a big toll on your physical and emotional well-being. Not only are you feeling stress, anxiety, and fear every day, but you're also making excuses for 
why you can't lose weight or why you can't exercise more or why you can't save money or why you can't maintain a healthy eating plan because everything's limited, you also have a tendency for overindulgence when it comes for food. And it's easy to remind yourself of everything you have to give up as opposed to what you will gain when you adopt a healthier lifestyle. So yeah, health and wellness is a huge one. These are just a few ways that living in a scarcity mindset can wreak absolute havoc on your life. But I'm happy to tell you that it's totally possible to alchemize this scarcity mindset experience into something beautiful and into an abundance mindset. The first step is becoming aware. It's becoming aware that you do that, right? Once you become aware, then you can make changes. But before you're aware, then you're just blaming everything outside of yourself without actually addressing the real issue, right? So what are some quick ways that we can shift our beautiful brains into an abundance mindset? Well, I know that if you've lived in a scarcity mindset for a long time, it can be a little, it can be a little freaky to think about changing it. But I promise you, life's going to get about 10 billion times better if you do. (laughs) 100%. So what can we do? Oh my gosh. Number one, practice gratitude. Gratitude is so important. Every morning when I wake up, I kind of half asleep stumble into the den area. I sit there and I count on my fingers like a little kid, 22 to 33 things I'm grateful for every day. Um, it can be big things and small. It can be my puppies, my husband, our home, whatever it is. But I count at least 22 to 33 things first thing in the morning. You can do it at night too. The more you do it, <laughs> the better. And you can write them down if that's helpful for you to see them all written down. Personally, I have some other journaling stuff I do in the morning and I'm like, I can't have my morning routine take like five hours. <laughs> so I just count on my fingers like a kid. But if you want to write them down, that's helpful too. You could start a little gratitude journal. You could uh, make a little spot in your notes app in your phone and just throughout the day, if there's something you're grateful for, put it in there. How cool is that? And then you would have like a real time list of things that you're grateful for that you could revisit, right? But basically, the whole point of this is that once you start noticing all the things, big and small, that are amazing in your life, you kind of tune into these things that normally you just take for granted or that go unnoticed. Things like, oh man, the birds chirping in the morning. I love that. I love the birds singing. Things like a warm breeze blowing against your cheek, right? Things like just someone smiling at you or the fact that our mail service, <laughs> like we can put something in the mail and it'll be there in like a week. I'm, I'm always like, when I think about the mail service, I'm like, it's really amazing that we pay like however many cents uh, for a letter and then it shows up within like a week. That's crazy. But anyway, whatever it is, <laughs> things big and small, and you start noticing that everything in life is a blessing and you open yourself up to all the beauty and wonder and amazement of being alive just by noticing things you're grateful for every day. So gratitude is my numero uno, my super, super important first step towards shifting into an abundance mindset. Another thing is to become aware of your thoughts. Because just because you are starting to shift into an abundance mindset doesn't mean that scarcity thoughts just go away. (laughs) I wish. But no, it's a constant practice, right? It's like meditation. When your brain starts to wander, you got to bring it back to whatever it is you're focusing on. It's the same. It's like 
you can make this change. And then you'll notice like, whoa, that was a real scarcity mindset thought. But the cool thing is once you notice it, then you can deal with it and make it go away, right? So don't berate yourself. Don't shame yourself. Just notice the thought. Try to understand it. Where did it come from? And then how can you turn it into a thought that supports abundance? So let me give you an example of that. Say there's something that you really want. I don't know. Like for me, it's a Tesla. (laughs) I want a Tesla, although they're coming out with a bunch of new electric cars. So I don't know. It might change. But say it's a Tesla. Now, you could look at that and say, I don't know. That's too expensive. That's too much money to spend on a car. Okay. Sirens should be going off in your head. That's, That's a scarcity mindset thought. What if instead you looked at that Tesla and thought, wow, it would be so cool to own one of those? Oh man, I would love to own one of those days. I can't wait till I own one of those one of these days. It's going to be amazing. It just looks like so much fun to drive, right? So instead of going, I can't afford that. It's too expensive, which are like really scarce thoughts. And they, they make you contract when you even think that. Shift it into a more expansive, abundant type of a thought and make it more aspirational. So that's one way to transmute those scarcity thoughts into something beautiful. Another thing, my gosh, this is so important, is to watch your words. Your words shape your reality along with your thought. But I mean, even in the Christian tradition, which I'm not a Christian, but I do I do think it's so interesting that the Bible opens and God spoke the word and the word turned, you know, basically created. God spoke and the word and the world was created, right? The universe was created. Uh, so you create world, you create your world with your words. And it's so important to pay attention to the things you say every day, to the language you use, and stop saying things that 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 have to do with scarcity, right? No, I can't. No, I'm trying. All those kind of phrases, uh-uh. Out of the language, out. We don't say those anymore, right? No complaining, no being negative. And this is a practice. So it's like, I, it doesn't happen overnight. Even sometimes I'll still catch myself with using language that I don't want to use. And then I stop and go, hmm, let's, let's shift that. One of my mentors always says, clear, cancel, delete, right? Clear, cancel, delete. And then I'll say the thing how I want to say it. So if you've spent a lifetime telling yourself stories, scarcity stories, no worries. We all been there. This is this is a practice. It's going to take practice, but life gets so much better when you just get all of that negative scarcity language out of your vernacular as it were. And then I think I think the final point I want to make is about seeing possibilities, dreaming really big, stretching yourself, uh using your imagination, right? Albert Einstein said imagination is more important than knowledge. It is, cuz if you can't see all the possibilities, they will never come to fruition for you. You've got to stretch your imagination and use your imagination to really dream and and just even like it, think of things you want in your life that even feel like a stretch and you might go, eh, you know, it might feel a little exciting and tingly. It might make you feel a little freaked out. I encourage you to just sort of breathe into that freaked out feeling until you can get to a place where you're like, eh, this is exciting, right? So. Whatever it is, whether it's, you know, uh, I don't know, whatever big plans you might have for your life for one year or 10 years or how, you know, the things you want to do in life, like make a list, start doing, start making it toward those goals, right? This doesn't have to be super hard. 
it should feel fun, like a fun process to kind of shift this. Definitely give yourself ease, give yourself grace, and just start to notice when you're in scarcity mindset and start to alchemize it, start to transmute it into gold, into abundance gold, right? And soon you'll be living your abundant life in no time. So if you would like more info on this, I do have a quiz on my website. It's becominginfinite.com forward slash abundance dash mindset dash quiz. Take the quiz. You can see where you are on the abundance versus scarcity mindset scale. And then, of course, I could send you some things to do to transmute any sort of scarcity going on. Uh, Also, you can find uh, all the show notes and everything mentioned on my website, becominginfinite.com. And actually, I'll put a link to that quiz in the show notes. So it'll be super easy for you to find. Okay. Oh, man, I've so enjoyed spending this time with you. Thank you so much for listening. I know you're busy. And it means a lot that you spent this time with me. So thank you. I will see you in several weeks. Take a little time to get the next season together. And I'm going to leave you with a song of mine. And I hope you have a beautiful few weeks. Until next time.